0: And we're back episode 22 of the pod a cynical optimist and it's it's times like these dude it's times like these that I'm like people don't want to take a vaccine but they will climb up crates and fucking get destroyed on (laughs) and I'm like okay cool. That's fine. You know what? Like, you don't need to take the vaccine. Do what you want. Do what you like. Free country. But, oh, dude, I, you know, I say it jokingly, but when people say free country, like, in any way, shape, or form, that has to pertain, like, because, I mean, yeah, you can, truth, but it's like, I mean, but come on. You know what I mean? Not really too free, right? But, um, such not a political podcast. But, anyways, dude, I've been, Uh, seeing the milk crate challenge now one thing i I need to say is like uh, there was all this stuff going on across you know what i mean across the sea again not a political podcast but it's so funny how that you know the, the one person's like people's lives are being destroyed somewhere else And then you come over and, you know, people are concerned. They're like, we need to do something for people in Afghanistan. it's like, okay, yeah, I I hear you. For sure, for sure, for sure. But then somebody has the idea. And, dude, I don't know why the conspiracists aren't going towards this. You know what I mean? Conspiracy theorists all day are like, earth is flat. You know, uh, milk that comes straight from the cow's teat is delicious. They're like you know what uh the jfk assassination was an inside job and so was 9-11 all these guys line up all day on the internet just to spew their 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 knowledge on these conspiracies but nobody's asking the real question you know like i i heard when i was younger like oh they you know when something big happens they distract you with something else on the side and then a talk i had with an ex military guy one morning at like 9 or actually 10 a.m. you know you know he said it was true and this guy dude this guy was crazy i remember i was uh, i was like a manager at Zoomies and this guy came in and he saw uh, all this obey clothing we had obey was huge with Zoomies, dude. It was like one of the biggest brands that they had there. So they had all the collections and this guy comes into me and he's like, Whoa, hold on. <laughs> this guy comes into me. This guy came into the store and he saw me, right? Let me talk better. And he goes, like he's I see him checking out the stuff for a while. Now, you know, I'm like I'm I don't like to bother people even though it's my job to ask them at the time. Like Hey, how's your day? How's it going? What are you doing? You know all that stuff. But you know, I give this guy a moment, and he comes up to me, and he and like his eyes are kind of like, his eyes are kind of like big. You know, he's like, "Hey, man," and uh, I was like, "Yeah, what's going on, man?" He's like, "Uh, "Can you tell me about this brand, Obey? Like, I want to know more. I love this. I love this art. Like, this is pretty sick. I see a lot of people wearing it. What's it about?" I'm like, oh, um, as you know, at the time I was like, as much as I know, man, uh, Obey. Uh, first off, got his name, got the name from that movie, John, Carp- John Carpenter's "They Live," and you know, because when this guy in the movie puts on certain sunglasses, he sees that like billboards, uh, magazines, all this newspapers have like these uh, uh, subliminal messages in them and all this stuff. So, basically, the background of the brand is like. Uh, you know, don't believe everything you hear, question everything, kind of like a play on like the old propagandas from the, uh, you know, old wars of like join now and fight the enemy, all the, all this stuff, right? So this guy's loving, he's eating it up, dude. You could see, I mean, he's eating mental ice cream as I'm telling him. He's like, oh, I fucking love this. Yes, yes, more. He goes, yeah, man, I, I, I love this. I love this. This is all I'm about. He's all, listen, man, I serve time in the military let me tell you dude what what they report on the news is not the real thing i'm like oh yeah man i am like 21 or 22 at the time so young so naive i'm like okay whatever sure but i'm you know kind of freaked out because i'm i'm the only person there plus this guy and he's like yeah man what they tell you in the military i mean what they tell you on the news is not what's really going on man Of course, he. You know, he was talking about Afghanistan. He's like, man, I. he, He seemed different. You know, like there was no, there was. You know, there was somebody at the wheel of his brain, but they were taking constant smoke breaks. You know, there was somebody behind the wheel, but just always taking constant smoke breaks. You know what I mean? So this guy he goes, yeah, they're lying, too, on the media. And all. I was like, okay, man, I'm just fucking 22. I'm just trying to get a skate sesh going. Like, nothing much else. That's it. And so he goes on to tell me that, you know, his... I don't know who's in charge of the people. I'm gonna, for for the story saying, I'm going to say, like, sergeant. He's all like, my sergeant told me to, like, use, you know, families as target practice, man. I had to kill, you know, mothers, daughters, kids, you know, everything. And, I, I, dude, at this point, I am hoping somebody comes in the store because i want to like i want to end this conversation but like every you know those people when you pull back they still walk with you you're like oh fuck man it's gonna be one of those days right so this guy's giving me the lowdown i'm like oh, okay that's cool like what am i gonna do with this information you know you tell me this and what am i gonna do with this information you know and so i'm just freaking out i'm like okay man and then he tell, he goes on to tell me, he's like, don't you think it's a little weird, man, how like when something big happens, they always distract us or something. I'm like, I, I I really, man, I haven't noticed, you know, like I'm sorry, but I just try to live my life as best I can and that's all I can do and all this stuff. And so he then, you know, he's he doesn't buy anything, which is fucking right on brand with these people, right, crazies. They're like, yeah, man, let me talk you up for two hours and then ne- give you nothing back. And that's like cool like i i just can't get that time back and now you don't buy anything from me and nah, i just heard your ear bleed you know like i got took an ear beating of your story so anyways but that always kind of stuck with me i was like well i was like let me pay attention a little bit to when something happens maybe that we do get distracted by something else you know like hey look over here look what i got over here like we're little dogs you know what i mean you shake that little you shake that little bell and we just oh my god i want uh, uh, you know and we're so we're looking over here and so, again, I don't – I'm not a conspiracy theorist guy. If it, if it happens, it's happened. Like um, I was listening to more conversations about flat, flat earthers and I'm like, okay, but sh- – okay, let's just say for the fucking fun of it, what if it is flat? Okay, what? You've been living your life this whole time and it's flat and it, and it has caused nothing negative in your life? Or I don't think it's even gave it anything. The only reason it would, I guess, benefit... I mean, you would just want to be right if you're a flat earther, right? You would want to be like, I told you, and I was right. And you guys all call me crazy. The earth's flat. Okay, so the earth's flat. So what does it do? Is it better that it's flat? No, not really. But for my own sake, that I know that I was right. The earth's flat. They're lying to Okay, okay, so the earth's flat, man, and, you know, me, like, I'm just going to think of it, like, it it doesn't change my current living situation, it doesn't change my, you know, current financial situation, so what is it doing? If you were me, I, okay, if I was a true flat earther, if I believed, dude, this is what I'd do, I'll give you the plan right now, I want to prove so badly that the earth is flat, right? Scenario, okay, not real guy. This is not me. This is a scenario I'm giving you. I want to prove the Earth is flat, so what do I do? I keep that crazy shit to myself and I let it, and I let it you know fuel me to go to school, you know to become an astrophysicist or whatever work the work my way to the ranks, become an astronaut. Only so many people have I get it you know whole time I'm there, I'm like, oh, man, I can't believe how round this earth is, man. Round like a marble, you know, just really feeding it to them. Like, you know, there, finally. Or, you know, other plan, be cool with Elon Musk and see if you can get a a ride in his rocket. And uh, in his rocket, not on his rocket, just for the the clarification. And so I would do that, okay, or somehow work the camera on one of the – space, do anything I can – to get the info, right? And I, I would I would work hard. I would get there, do it. And then just to find out if it is. And then if it is, then I'd go, you know, whatever, public. And then that on the, on the odds of dying are very high, of course. But still, if you needed to prove it to yourself, why don't you do that? Oh, fuck. I'm too tired today. I got to stop that yawning shit. But I bring the podcast to y'all because I love doing it. And I love the listens, and I appreciate it. So let's go. And no, but I would do all that just to get the point across, right? But, dude, and and I hate, number one thing, if you're going to, this is my thing now. Like, fortunately, my friends, my really good friends, they're not conspiracy theorists. They're not, like, political junkies, or, like, they don't, and even if they were, they, like, into politics as much they, they really keep it to themselves they don't bring it up unless like asked but the number one thing I hate dude it's like the people when I asked because I've talked to a flat earther before and I said okay well where'd you get your information and it's always the same answer if if not the only answer YouTube uh, 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 what are we doing here what are we doing here dude i use youtube as like skateboarding videos cooking videos i watch people in other countries go to different restaurants like that's what you use youtube for you don't use it to get information about what's going on in our universe man because it's dude when youtube started it was a free for all of upload whatever you do people were uploading movies on there and like I know some people do now too, but like sometimes you got to watch it like backwards or there's like an Arabic, you know, translation on the bottom, whatever. No, you t- you could just upload whatever, dude. It was the Wild West. And people all the time would post videos that would fuck with you. If you listen to the earlier podcast, you know that I thought the fucking Bob Dylan wrote Friday or that Rebecca Black did. I'm an idiot. So if I'm an idiot because I believed a uh, an artist like Bob Dylan originally wrote a pop song and that a pop star covered, what makes you think that the people who get their information on flat Earth are right? You know what I mean? Again, not a political podcast. I don't got an agenda. Please stick with me, okay? Turn into an Italian guy when I need to really bring the bring the point home. But um all I'm saying is if you're gonna talk to me about something, I will hear you out 100 Let's let's but you like you gotta know some like there was this one guy okay the flat earth guy i talked to i was like okay where'd you get your info from youtube great great answer love to hear it awesome um same fucking place you can watch dogs barking at trees or like squirrels like not even chasing after nuts or just chasing after people's nuts you know and it's like cool you got your information from there great awesome good to hear now what did they say oh earth is flat you know, here's the reason, here's the reason, and even though for, you know, I don't know, any fucking fuck's sake, it's like, there's satellites, GPS, you know, all this evidence that proves that the Earth is round, um, you know, whatever, we've said, we've taken hundreds, I'm assuming, again, don't know anything about much, but I'm just, I'm going to assume as a person who doesn't care about these things that we've taken photos of Earth in space, I don't know, who knows but if it if it is fake or the, the earth is flat and they never went to the moon right all the things are the same like but how does it but how does it tie into your life like i get you you want to find a lie and you want to be true but the only way you'll ever be right is if they tell you you were right because other than that you're going to be chasing your tail for like forever you're never going to find everybody who believes it Is they've always been chasing their tail now? Is it is it simple just to be like, Yes, this is you know, the earth is round and we did land on the moon and 9 11 wasn't an inside job and JFK got assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald? All those things is it easier just to be like, Yeah, it happened, it sucked, and that's what it is? Yes it is and that's what your boy does your boy goes i don't know if i believe but i'm just i don't really care because those things don't really pertain to my life because that's all i can do that's all i can like take care of is like what's going on in my life right so i don't know that's why okay but to bring it back home i had you on a on a on a reel here let me bring it back home so this guy tells me all that stuff i'm like All right, you know, they lie to us. Sure, whatever. I'm hearing a crazy person talk. And he's all just always pay attention to when, you know, something happens and something else takes its place as far as media news. And dude, when the Afghanistan stuff was going on, it just so happens FBI agents drop off hundreds of crates in the neighborhoods. Dude, that's how this is happening because there is no fucking way I have with definitive proof that people, normal people, can find that many milk crates today. Impossible. I don't care. I don't care what you tell me. There's no way. Dude, if I see one milk crate outside of a grocery store, I'm like, oh, weird. If I see a milk crate that's not in a record store, okay. But where are people getting these milk crates from dude look here we go let's let's start a conspiracy club right now here is the thing right they the fbi dropped off milk crates inside neighborhoods right piles different colors different shapes different sizes because dude where are they getting these milk crates from I'm sorry, you know what, we're xing the conspiracy theory, just how, I used to work for a grocery store when I was like 18, and even then I was like, you couldn't get one, they were exclusive, these are exclusive crates, dude, like, I I just, these aren't things they just throw away, does everybody have a place they can go find just a dump of milk crates, like, and second of all, who thought of this, like, Dude, <laughs> who was like, let's stack these milk crates in a pyramid style, and let's see. So you know somebody had to, you know, had to have, like, started this in the sense of, like, hey, man, like, you think if we put these milk crates on top of each other, and then just, like, climb up there, you think we can make it to the other side? And the other guy's like, I oh don't know, man, let's try it. So they do it. And they eat shit and they die as well as they should. Because anybody who does this challenge, I am sorry, but please do something better with your life. Like, get, like I'm all about do what you want. You know what I mean? You know this if you listen to this podcast. But what are you doing? What are you doing? Dude, I've seen so many people eat shit. Like, in the newest way. Like, it was one thing when everybody was, uh, what was it called? planking right that's one thing whatever fucking fine you're laying down on a thing stiff cool you know but dude to climb up milk crates and you know other people who tried it have seen other people eat it now i saw this one video of course i don't and hey listen to me and of course i'm watching this shit because I just need more belief that people are dumb as shit. And this, and this is the proof, right? So I saw this one where this guy completes it twice easily. He goes for a third time. And this is classic, like, I got this shit mentality. By the way, all these people have that, I got this. They have this, I got this shit mentality. Like the people who are doing this challenge... Or 100% of the people, anytime anything ever comes out, they're like, I bet you I could do it. And it's like, those are those people. And so this guy goes up for a third time, confident as shit. They add another crate on the top, right? They give him an additional crate, making the top of the pyramid, highest it's ever been. He goes up, and there you go. He comes down, right? No, it doesn't end there. Dude, he fucking slips, falls back on his back, and it looks like he scorpions throws his fucking sh- food, uh, his his shoe in his ass, dude. It like right like scorpions his asshole, and it's like yes, that should happen to you for even thinking you could do this. Man, so many people have gotten fucked up, and I saw this other one where somebody was doing it, and another person came and like kicked it down the middle, and it's like good, that's what you should do because it was gonna happen anyways and uh so what's going on you know what i mean can we can we not dude and every time there's a challenge it's like there has to be some fatalities there just has to be like you name it dude tide pod challenge it's a couple people dead because ingesting liquid soap gonna kill you right There was the fucking uh, this. I don't know if this was a challenge. Like this wasn't a huge challenge, but it got reported that people that kids in southern states were mixing Mountain Dew and diesel gas and drinking it as a challenge. This challenge didn't make it far because anybody who fucking did it died or was seriously hospitalized. So it's like. I don't get... Dude, what happened to the ice bucket challenge? Just do that again. Just do the... But you know what? People would be like, No, no, let's make it the fucking skin-burning water challenge, you know? For whatever. Let's raise fucking money for people who have to take care of lizards or something. Like, I don't know. But there's there's shit like this all the time, man. Like, it de- it goes without saying that all these challenges are fucking stupid and... I, dude, you will never catch me doing one of these because there's no point. Like, you're doing nothing and you're getting fucked up trying these challenges for, for like a moment on the internet. Look, I get everybody wants to feel part of something. You know, they want to get some sort of fit. But, dude, all people are laughing at is like these people fucking getting injured on these crates, dude. They're getting destroyed but, but it's good entertainment, I guess, at the end of the day, I mean, that's, that's the number one thing, I'm like, oh, dude, what's gonna happen, and of course, fall and break rib, like, dude, everybody's getting broke off, like, when Bane fucking broke off Batman with his knee on his side, like, this is what you deserve, and then, when they fucking fall from the top, like, this is for doing more challenges, right, they're on their fucking dude, and they're out, like, just, you know, uh, fucking broken, broken spinal, you know, <laughs> so, I don't know, man, do what you want, I guess, but also, if you go up those crates, uh, I do wish you the best of luck, because the next time I see you, you're gonna be paraplegic, all right? But no, man. I just, uh, dude. I I was, uh, <laughs> I was thinking the other day. Dude, there's so many topics I have like on my mind that I want to talk about. Sometimes I don't get to them. That's fine. You know, you know that it's gonna get talked about eventually, but. Let, let's let's do this. Let's let me let me let me take you on a little on a little trip here. I'm gonna give you what happens to me some days, right? So some days, you know, not every day is a, a great day because you know sometimes you might be down. Sometimes just mentally you're not there. Maybe you're tired. You're like, oh, I, I didn't want this job. I wanted this job. I didn't get this job. And I'm doing this job. And these other people are doing. You beat yourself up in your head, right? Does this happen? Yes. It happens to everybody. Even though life is great, for me personally, sometimes there's just things in my head that get the better of me. But that all changes when I hear the song Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Follow me. So... Now you're now you're thinking like what? Marky Mark on the Funky Bunch. I don't know who that is, and you'd be correct because that song came out, I think, when I was three or four, maybe. And I I think I heard it on a couple like I I have this idea I heard it on like a Ninja Turtles movie once. I don't know, I, I don't know that as fact. But I found this song, again, like, you know, obviously in my, like, probably when I was, like, 25, this is no bullshit, I forgot, Mark Mark Wahlberg, the great Mark Wahlberg, you bastard, was, uh, you know, he had a little bit of a, I guess, a rat career, you could say, and he went by the name Marky Mark, and, of course, the people with him were the Funky Bunch, right, great name for the 90s, I I, I can't hate on it, I mean, he could have been, like, Mark W and the, you know, the, and the Berg's, I don't know, whatever, I don't, I'm not a great at names, but, so he comes out with this song, Good Vibrations, right, I don't think he had another hit after that, but, uh, it, it doesn't matter, because this song alone, I guarantee you, will get you out of any, any mental situation possible, and I'm gonna walk you through <laughs> how it does it for me so i'll be you know driving to start my day off from work and i'm just i'm just in my head right i'm like man you know i I really would love to be doing this but right now i'm currently doing this so you know and i just get down on myself a little bit because whatever for whatever reason now in my head this this let's let's It's an emotion. Right. I guess it's a feeling. Let's picture this emotion or feeling in my head as a a 17 year old kid from like New York who's just not doing well. You know, he's getting in trouble with the law a lot. You know, single mother, father, you know, comes around every now and again, but doesn't really care about him. And, you know, he's gotten in trouble for like the fifth time at the high school that he goes to. And so they tell you know, they're, done, they're telling him, you know what, I got the perfect punishment for you, kid. You're going to sweep the gym and wax it to make that basketball court look nice. And the kid's like, man, whatever. Like, I don't care, I can do whatever. I'm not going to do that. He's like, yeah, we're locking you inside the gym with the other janitors to make sure it gets done. And trust me, when we open up that uh, that gym, in the morning, it better be spotless. Right? The kids are like, man. And somehow in the nineties, this is side note, somehow in the nineties, this is like a plot in a movie and like it flies, right? cuz the mom works three jobs so she doesn't know the kids home or not right nobody's checking on that school there's nobody going there to be like hey are the, is the principal not locking somebody up in a gymnasium overnight to make sure it gets clean no cuz you know this guy obviously is in with the mob somehow right like but in a very like minuscule way so so he tells him yeah kid and in, in the next day it better be shiny and kids again yeah, whatever it's not going to be shiny i'm going to make sure it's not shiny right so the kid gets to the gym and you now this is all taking place in my mind please understand this <laughs> let's go back into my mind so let's cut to he's sitting on the he's sitting on the bleachers right and uh and so like a couple janitors come up to him is like hey kid what are you doing here it's like i got to sweep and clean this gymnasium if I want to not get expelled from school janitor's like who put you in here Huh? He's like, principal. Principal Richards put you in here. He's like, yeah. Oh man, guy's a hot ass, huh? Don't you know it? Right. And then, and then that's just the other part of me trying to like get myself out of the mood that I'm in. Right. He's like, well, kid, we're gonna be here. You might as well grab a broom and a mop and help us. Kids, like, I'm not gonna help you. Oh, what? You think you're too good to be a janitor, kid? Huh? Looks like your life's going pretty well, huh? You ended up here. Man, you don't know nothing. You don't know nothing about my life. I bet I do know a little thing or two about it, kid. Yeah, what do you know? I used to be just like you. Father never there. Mother works three jobs. You know? This world don't care about us. But you got to make your own way. Got to make your own path, you know? Yeah, well, where I come from, you don't get chances like that you know what kid why don't you grab a broom and a mop and uh let me show you a thing of two right and then this is where at this point Marky Mark's Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch song comes on Good Vibrations right it has that and all of a sudden dude I'm in a good mood now my mind's cutting to like a 90's movie montage you know and it's like you know Good Vibrations you know that lady singing in the back you know i can't it can't hit those all those same notes but so now the fucking the kids learning you know what i mean like he's shooting basketball but it also get and then and the janitor comes by him and he's like hey knock it off has him a broom he's like ah okay you know and then the, all the while the music's still going now you know what let's stop let's stop right here i need you to go put that song on i would do it but I, I just don't feel like it's gonna it's gonna come out good. Okay, I'm gonna give you a couple seconds, find the song, look up Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, because I think if we can pull this off, I think this will be the best podcast. Let's call it a sing along, you know what I mean? And if you can't if you can't get to the music right now, maybe later, that's fine too. But I think if you do this, I think. It'll be it'll be a, a huge payoff or a big waste of your time. Either way, let's try it. So, all right, I'm going to give you a couple seconds. Type in Marky Mark, Funky Bunch, Good Vibrations. Okay, welcome back. Now that you typed in Good Vibrations from Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, let's continue. So, at this point, right, press play. So, do Bom, bom, bom. Okay, so now you're picturing, this is a montage, right? The kid, right? The He's shooting like basketballs. <sighs> the, and then nobody's talking. Remember this. But then here comes the janitor with the broom and the mob just handing him. Like the kid gets his like eye all, Ugh, look, you know, just whatever. Grabs the room and he's sweeping and he's sweeping. And the janitors are like sitting down on chairs, like laughing at him. He gives him this look like, what are you, what are you doing? And then like he turns around and they put like more trash behind him. So he goes like, oh, man. So then finally he gets all sweeped up. Then he's like mopping and he's mopping. And then it cuts to all three of them are dancing on the bleachers, right? Like in their own way for the, for the song. They're just kind of like moving. to Like they're not playing the song in the movie, but like somehow it's, they're just dancing anyways. And so then, like, cut two, he's, like, mopping, right? He's, like, mopping again, mopping again. And then, like, they're spilling soda on the floor just to be dicks, right? He's, like, what are you doing? Like, ah, oh, keeps on mopping. And all the while, this is my mind trying to get out of this funk of, like, you know, funk, funky, and funky bunch, right? Trying to get out of this funky bunch. And and then it cuts to them. You remember that scene in The Breakfast Club? They're, like, they're kind of, like, tutting. And they're, like, moving, like, with each other in threes like that you know they're on the bleachers like good vibrations you know they're just dancing you know again not not a not an a-list singer but you get what i'm saying then there's like a break scene you know what i mean they're like drinking sodas and eating snacks from the vending machines and they're just like you know throwing food at each other whatever and then we can cut the song right there now this is exactly what's going on in my head dude i'm putting myself down in my head i'm like what am i doing with my life i'm but when this song comes on dude it gets me out of my like here we go another pun it gets me out of my funk you know it it puts me in a good mindset and i'm not afraid of admitting that because it does dude it's like i don't know it's a good song i suggest you listen to it uh to get yourself out of that mood and if you don't if it doesn't then dude go do the milk cart challenge i don't know what to tell you but that song for me personally dude gets me out of a funk every time i don't know why i could not tell you why but you know i'm a 90s kid so maybe it has something to do with that i have no idea but that it just it just does man it just does man. I need to take a drink of this water Oh man Do the uh I was I was thinking about this I think about this, okay when I talk about this stuff just know that I think about these things while you're doing a real job I'm doing a real job as well too But my mind, like my body's doing the job, but my mind is always off in other places. And I was thinking like, why is it when a new product comes out or something they invented, like a British voice will get me to buy that product 10 out of 10 times, I promise. Like they could be selling me a blender, but if they had a guy come in And explain to me, and like break down the way a blender works, in 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 British, right? As a horrible, but even in just an English accent, like I would buy that thing, right? So, like it comes on, like with the new feature, the blend, the blender three thousand comes with equippable three sharp blades. The motor is from a BMW car that we've ripped the engine out of, shrunk down to size, and now we've put it in this blender. Then the lid of this blender will also encapsulate your fruits, your vegetables, anything you would love to blend and have it destroyed all while keeping all your your ingredients inside the canister. Anything you want will be sharpened and and cut in just 10 seconds right and so i hear that and i'm like yeah dude like and then you get the product and it's oh it's just a fucking blender i I spent a thousand dollars on a blender but the way the guy sells it to you right makes it makes it sound way better than it is and it's really not most of the time but dude that british accent will sell me 10 out of 10 We've, in our research, we've come up with many ways to revolutionize soap. We've taken, you know, you've seen traditional soap in, in, in bars of soap or, you know, many lotions or concoctions of sorts. But we've actually taken soap and we've made anal soap. We've noticed many people have difficulty getting to the place right out of reach It's taken us many years Thousands of test subjects But we think we've mastered what can only be called The world's first most anal soap This soap will clean your anus The best There's no other competitor right now on the market Right. And you get the soap. And of course, if it, if it, it's like, it does what it does. You put it right up your ass and that show, the soap just fucking washes. And you're like, this is just a bar of soap. They called anal soap. And, but I'm using it because a British guy sold it to me. You know, that dude, the voice alone. Cause they, when, even when they mention numbers or research that they've done, you're like, dude, they did the research. You know, not even knowing if they have you know you know and they'll come out and they'll say like we all know you've seen the milk crate challenge and we've noticed that it's very hard once you get to the top of the milk crate it is hard enough to come down the milk crate so what we've done we have taken the normal milk crate and we revolutionized what it is to be a milk crate not just four edges of a box With like fence like features on the side. No. We've taken it. and We've made it completely wireless. We've put Bluetooth inside the milk crates. Listen to some of your favorite songs. As you climb up this pyramid of milk crates. Now you might be asking yourself. Where did we get so many milk crates? Well that's not your fucking answer to be answered sir. That's what I would say to you. Don't fucking worry about it. We've got these milk crates. They have Bluetooth. They'll be Wi-Fi compatible in two years. We have taken the milk crate. And we have distracted you while all while breaking your ribs like Batman did in that one movie. The other guy did it to Batman. And there you go, dude. And then that's how I'm doing the milk crate challenge, dude. Because I'm all about the Bluetooth, dude. I love wireless connection. When I get in my car, I'm like, I'm so glad this wirelessly connects. They got me, dude. And that's how I will do the milk crate challenge. Once this new milk crate thing comes out, dude, with Bluetooth, Wi-Fi compatible in two years, I'm fucking there, dude. I want it. I need it. Point is, sell me something, have a British guy do it. I will buy it. No problem. I mean dude Apple did that for so long. there was this guy, I don't even know the guy's name, but every time this guy got on, you know explaining uh, explaining any computer, the phone updates, Dude, this British guy would just come up. I don't even know if he actually worked for the company, dude. I would, I would have it on high authority to be like, I don't think this guy works for them, dude. But he sells this shit out of their products, dude. Because he uses words like revolutionize, right? Dude, when I hear revolutionize in a British or an English accent, I'm like, I, I feel re- I feel revolutionized. Give it to me. Like, here's my money. Like, I only make 25000 a year at the time. And if I can pay a thousand for this phone, sure, let's do it. And dude, he he, this guy would always just come on and be like, we've taken what you've known from Apple and we've revolutionized, you know, it's always that it's like, you know what we're doing, we're going to do this and this is the new phone. But now I bet if that guy came back because Apple hasn't been doing shit lately, like they have just been improving the camera. Giving you more gigs, giving you more RAM, whatever they do, it, like the guy would come on now and be like, "I, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Of, I mean, we've revolutionised everything. I don't know what else we could do to this phone that would make you interested in buying this again for the hundredth time. The cameras only getting better, right?" You know, uh, we we've given you more gig, more RAM. I don't know those are the right. I I literally don't work here. They've hired me to be the guy to convince you to buy these products, but I myself do not believe in them. And it, and dude, that's that's what I feel. That's a whole different discussion. I don't <laughs> that I don't want to talk about. But I'm just saying. You got a product. Hire somebody British. You got my money, dude. No question, absolutely no question. I mean, the only thing getting better are these fucking deep fakes, dude. The deep fakes are getting so good. Like, uh, they who was it? Uh, was it Disney or somebody at the with the Lucasfilm that like they hired a YouTuber deepfake guy to like to sort of like bring Mark Hamill like younger, I don't know, I don't know what they did exactly, but they basically, I think somebody, like, stood in as Mark Hamill, and then just did the, like, they just put the, like, a digital young Mark Hamill face on him, and they pulled it off, and it's like, dude, I can't wait to use that for, like, things, you know, like, they're gonna bring everybody back in movies, with this shit, you know? Tupac's going to be the new Fast and Furious 12, you know? He's going to be like, they're going to be like, Yo, what's up, everybody? Listen, I know this is our last ride 12 times, but I think we're going to need a little help on this one. And then fucking, they play one of Tupac's songs, right? Like, he comes out, like, what? Uh, Tupac? Like, oh, you know, Ludacris is kind of mad because he's like, I'm the only fucking rapper on this movie. What the fuck? And then, like, Tyrese is pissed. You know, he's crying again because he's like, fuck, dude. Like, Tupac came back to life in this movie. Like, they're going to fucking take me out. Just like, cry like a dude with The rock. Fuck, I was doing too many movies and shit, man. You know, Tyrese always pissed, I guess. But they're going to bring Tupac back. You know it. Like, for real this time with deep fakes. But I, you know what? Some of it's pretty cool because, like, you get to see... Like, I guess in a way, like, you know, if certain actors were auditioning for certain roles, I guess the deepfake can, like, change their face or whatever and uh, put put them in. Like, the, the, the best one I've seen was The Shining, but they put Jim Carrey's face on Jack Nicholson's. Dude, you have to go watch this thing. Just put, you know, deepfake jim carrey uh the shining right and you'll see how good this deepfake is because it literally looks like jim carrey played the role that uh jack nicholson did and it's fucking good dude it's like really good you're like damn that's that's what if that's what it looks like if jim carrey had been in the shining like i don't know i it's fucking cool shit and uh, but they're they're definitely getting out of control. Like, it, that some shit is, like, you're not going to know who is who sometimes if they use it for, like, evil. I don't know. I don't see how. But I guess, you know, how would they use a deep fake as, as, like, an evil thing, right? But I guess they can. I'm not too sure. But uh, how much time do I got left? Okay, I got some time, dude. I'll talk about a little bit more things. But... You know, I'm just gonna talk. I wasn't gonna say this. I wrote it down, but I was like, "This this probably isn't anything," but I wrote it down. And it's, why is it? I was thinking about this. Why is it when, we are near like death or maybe on a deathbed or like, like this this actual like end of life thing, that we like wish we like at that moment. We wish we could do things we wanted to, you know, and uh, I don't mean to get too deep, but we're getting deep. And like, I was only thinking about this because like when I was 22, like my appendix burst inside me, which fucking sucked so much. And, you know, I don't know. I never... I didn't know you could die, like, okay, I didn't know that was going on with me, I I don't know what I thought, but I, dude, it was getting bad for, like, a couple of days, and I went to work, and I was, like, I was in the most pain, and, uh, I, you know, finally get to the doctors, they're like, your appendix ruptured, we, we need to get you in a surgery tonight, all the while I'm still cool. I'm still calm. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I'm going through this, but I'm in a hospital now. Like, so I'll be fine. Like, that's the mentality you, you have. Well, at least that I had, right. I was like, I'm in a hospital, but I'm going to be fine. Cause like, I'm not going to die. I'm in the hospital. So, you know, they, they put me in surgery. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. And I have to sign a form right before I go into surgery. They're like, I'm like, what's this for? They're like, well, this is like, if you if you were to die during surgery, you won't sue the hospital. Well, like, I won't sue the hospital, but basically that, like, I agreed for them to do the surgery, which is such a fucked thing, right? Because it's like, it's not fucked that they have to, well, it is kind of fucked that they have to do it because I guess people in the past have sued when family members have died during a surgery thing not them personally, but maybe just in the hospital practice altogether, right, so, like, you didn't save my person, so I'm going to sue you for taking their life, but really, if they didn't do the surgery, their life would have been gone anyways, right, so I signed the fucking thing, I'm like, here you go, kind of fucked up to do right when you go into surgery, like, that shouldn't be the thing they give you right before surgeries, like, if you die, but I've been put under anesthesia before, so I really wasn't worried, and I wasn't worried about the surgery, and I remember going in and they have me, they have my arms spread out, right? And they have me all, uh, uh, I'm laying there. And they go, okay, we're going to give you the anesthesia. I only really remember bits and pieces of it. And I go, okay, like, let's, let's do this. They're so all counting backwards from 10. I remember counting down to 10, 9, 8. And before I hit 7, dude, like... I'm just asleep. I remember even falling asleep. This is how much I remember off this stuff. And um, so I wake up. I'm in the recovery room. And I still get this memory every now and again. I, uh, I'm i like, I wake up and I go like, uh, where am I? You know, I'm still kind of foggy from the anesthesia. And they tell me, you're in the recovery room. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I just go back to sleep. It was like it was just like that I remember very little but like I remember saying that and that like sticking as a memory and I go back to sleep and I wake up and I'm I'm in my own room and you know my mom is on my side and uh, I've, I've woken up so it's like it's like cool I woke up and <laughs> uh i don't feel anything yet really because i'm still i'm fresh out of surgery i think it i woke up like six hours after the surgery and um i was there then you know, they come in and they tell me like oh surgery went great like you know we 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 found out what was wrong it was this and uh you, you know the appendix had ruptured and but they were able to like clean me out with whatever to get the bacteria and everything out of there i was like super I was like great i have this huge scar down my stomach i'm like okay they had to do it whatever um So they're explaining to me what's going on. They weren't able to get all of it, you know, so that they're going to do like certain treatments to, you know, make sure that this, that, that all that stuff comes out of me, but (laughs) do one funny thing though. The the only thing I cared about the most about the surgery is like, they're like, yeah, you have a, you have a catheter in you, so. Oh, like well, what have I been going to the restroom? And they're like, oh, you've been going, and I look on the side of the bag, side of the bed. There's a bag there. It's just all filled with urine. I'm like, oh, shit. So I I look at it, right? I was like, I don't want to. I'm only gonna look once because I got to see what it looks like. And but I open up my gown and I look inside, and they shaved me, right? In my, you know. My meat and potatoes, they shaved me. And I, dude, I got so, the first and only thing I thought was like, damn it, dude, they shaved me. I was in a cold room. I was like super soft. You know, whoever shaved me, I'm pretty sure they're like, damn, this surgery isn't this only kid's problem. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, the thing I was thinking now, hold on. I got to say, you know, your boy isn't, you know, isn't bad but still it was like uh if they would have said like hey we're gonna shave you you know i would have given at least a a decent performance as far as like you know size wise you know because now i look now it's like oh look like somebody shaved me and they saw my shit and the only thing i cared about is if like i could make it look half decent you know such a fucking thing to think as a guy like and i feel like a lot of guys think that shit too because it's like you don't like even if you it sucks to show your your balls and dick to like a doctor no matter who it is but you never and it it, you just never want to come out looking like you know like uh you never want to come out looking shy is what i'm saying And, uh, do the first thing I thought, I was like, damn it, dude. And I was looking at my stuff now, like at the, at the time. And I was like, it's, it's, it's not even, doesn't even look good. You know, he's post-surgery penis. And, uh, I don't know. Um, but anyways, besides that, like the number one thing, dude, that, uh, I thought every day when I was laying there, cause I was out for four months, man. I, um, it was weird cause, the whole time, uh, like I took a drive one day and, uh, down by the, the skate park and I was watching people skate and I was like, man, I can't do any of that right now, but I want to so bad. And cause that's, that was always the number one driver for me was skateboarding. But like being that close to dying, I was, you know, I always was like, man, I gotta do the stuff I want to do because I I could have died at 22, right? With this appendix thing any longer. If I didn't go to the hospital quick enough, or at least at the time I did, I would have been dead. That's what they've told. They told me there and I was like, damn, you know, but it also made me realize that, um, you know, you, you can, you, you got to try what you want to do. And you already know, this is the theme of the podcast. The theme of the podcast is what I'm going to say here. And it's like, you have to do the shit you want before it comes to those like those times of like being near death or like almost dying, whatever. Like, I I could have, and if at twenty two I had done nothing, that I would have. And that's that's a lot of twenty two year olds. That's, that's not what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to be great at twenty two or have to. But uh, like, all I'm saying is like, why wait to the last minute when you're on. Uh, in a hospital bed wishing you could be... Dude, I watched watched for days and nights just go by me. Like, I would see the sun come up. I'd see the sun go down and watch the sun. But just from all from a window and just wishing I could be out there. And um, so what, like, what I thought about was, like, why do we wait till our life's on the line to even do or care what we want? Like, that is forever going to be the theme on this pod and I'll end it again just like I do just like I'm doing now is do what you want man don't wait till the last minute till you have to do what you want and don't wait till the last minute man so sorry I had to abruptly end the pod but um all I was saying is the the theme is always going to be, just do what you want, man, and um, I know I say that all the time, but if there's ever something you've been scared to do, or want to do, but are scared of what people may think, man, just, just go out and do it, just try it, I mean, you don't want to wait till the last minute, so thanks for joining me on this pod, and uh, I'll see you guys next week, thank you.